Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Today, I wanna talk about victims. I wanna know if you are one, and I'm also gonna tell you how to stop doing that so that you can become a problem solver. Nothing happens in victim mode. Let me just say that first and foremost. Nothing happens in victim mode. So if you want to stay there, you're going to be lonely. I will not be there with you. In fact, no one will. So why not move forward? That's really what I want to start with. But I think that there are 11 signs that you are potentially a victim. So the first one is you're just always blaming other people, situations, whatever, for feeling miserable. Well, everything would be good except Paul said this thing to me that made me feel bad. Well, everything would be great except I have this paper due. Well, my job would be great except for my boss sucks. So they're always blaming other people for their miserable feelings. The next one is you possess a life is against me philosophy. This one makes me laugh only because really life is against you like everything in life is against you that seems really intense and that also sounds like you're incredibly important like the Truman Show if you've ever seen this movie uh, in case you haven't. The guy who plays Jim Carrey plays this guy who doesn't realize he's on a show and his whole life is made up. And so everything is basically conspiring around him to keep him in the show. And they make sure he has a certain love interest and all these other things. You're not in the Truman Show. Your life is happening the way you decide for it to happen. So what I mean by that is, I firmly believe that whatever you put out in the world, you will receive. So if you think that the world is out to get you, that is exactly what you will get because that's what you're putting out there. And I'm a fan of how about everything is happening for you. Now, you might get mugged. You might get run over by a car. I get that. I do not think that that is happening for you, but how you handle that is the difference. So I really want you to think about what could make me better in that scenario. So the next one is you think others are purposely trying to hurt you. (laughs) You're not that important. I'm just going to stop right now and say you're not that important. And guess what? No one is thinking of you. Now, you can take that statement two ways. One being, oh my gosh, that's so sad. I don't mean anything and I don't matter. That's not how I'm meaning that statement. I'm actually meaning the other way. No one is thinking about you. 
you can do whatever you want. You occupy 2.5 seconds of someone's thoughts if they at all think of you. Because guess what most people are thinking about? Themselves! And because of that, they are not thinking of ways to purposely hurt you. I promise you this. How about people maybe you are cynical, pessimistic? Now, I am slightly cynical at times, mainly to be funny, though, because it's not who I am. I believe in optimism and realism. I'm a huge fan of follow your heart, but take your brain with you. But I believe that again, you are the master of your domain. So if you're always cynical and always pessimistic, then those are the type of people you're going to be attracting. And those are the types of environments that you're going to be attracting. Ugh, I don't want any part of that. I want to be around optimists, people who are excited and maybe have dreams that sound slightly crazy. I'm a huge fan of that. Because that's where the magic happens. And pessimists typically don't follow through with things. Why would they, right? They're pessimistic. If you're optimistic, you're willing to give it a try. And maybe not just one try, but five tries. Typically, it takes around seven times to get something right. Can you tell I'm an optimism, uh, an optimist and I know these things? Yes. I try things a lot. I fail a lot. But I know a million ways of not doing something (laughs) and being successful. I know them. I have a treasure trove of failures. And because of that, I'm successful because I have to learn the lessons. So instead of being pessimistic about it, I'm optimistic about it. So the next one is you feel powerless to change anything in your life. Oh. Just saying that sounds so pitiful. I have no power. You know, if you remember The Wizard of Oz, everyone in that movie thought they were powerless, that they needed some person to give them a heart, a brain to get them home. And really, what they needed was inside of them the whole time. They just had to realize it. And what I love about that movie is, I work with so many people who need permission slips. And that's basically, I need somebody to tell me, this is what clients tell me periodically, I need somebody to tell me that I can do this. And in The Wizard of Oz, when he gives them the little medals, you know, the medal of honor and, you know, heart and courage, he just gave them a permission slip. That's all he did. Now, he didn't know what to do with Dorothy, which was even funnier since he was the wizard. And all she had to do was look down. And if you think about it, she had two feet. And all she had to decide was where she wanted to go. And she could make that happen. That, to me, is really what that's all about. She was in charge of where she went. And she just happened to be wearing some fun shoes to do it. Why aren't you doing that? I think that's a really important question to ask yourself. Oh, I love this one. The next one is, you enjoy sharing your tragic stories with other people. Now, I have to say that I actually fit in this category. I love sharing my tragic stories with people. 
but it doesn't end with like, and then I lost my job and I live in a gutter. (laughs) It actually is, here's where I was and here is what I did to get out of it. Now, if you just enjoy sharing tragic stories, maybe you're struggling with self-importance. And I know that most people in this boat that struggle with this are struggling with significance. They do not feel significant. And so they are looking for others to give them significance. And the only way they know how to do that is by sharing a victim story so that other people have to tell them how good, how smart, how pretty, how talented they are. That is a dangerous road. You will run through friends faster than water. People get tired of tragic stories. But people love tragic stories with happy endings. And if you hang on long enough to your tragic story, there will be a happy ending. I promise you. So the next one is, you have a habit of blaming, attacking, and accusing people you love for how you feel. (laughs) Now, uh, this sounds fun to me. I would love to blame my husband for my life. It is his fault that I left corporate America. It is his fault that the first year that I left corporate America, I made $12,000. That's right. I made $12,000 my first year. It's his fault. But if I gave him that power, then is it his fault now that I'm as successful as I am and that I make more money than I did in corporate America as a director? Hmm. If I give him all the power, then how can I change? How can I put on those cool ruby slippers and go walk and do whatever it is that I know I need to do to be successful? Man, it just seems really powerless to say that somebody else had control over that when they didn't. They didn't have anything to do with that. So the next one is you constantly put yourself down. I'm ugly. I'm stupid. I smell bad. Okay, all those things you can remedy, actually. You know, ugly, in my opinion, is just a state of mind. That's all it is. Ugly thoughts make ugly people. So you are not actually ugly unless you think poorly about yourself. And then that's just sad. So ugly is remedy. And you know what? There's this great thing called Google that can solve the I'm stupid. Nobody's stupid. Everyone has access to Google. You can go to your local library and get their Wi-Fi or use one of their computers and Google stuff. It's amazing. It is like the coolest thing on earth. And, you know, anything else you put down, you need to go look in the mirror and say, how can I not say that about myself? I used to say all the time that I was terrible at marketing. I'm a doer, guys. I just do. I meet with clients. I work with people. That's what I do. But I don't know how to sell that to somebody on the internet. And that was my story. And you know what? When you stick to a story like that, nothing happens. So I continued to be bad at marketing. Now, what I have done 
is I write down every single day, I am an expert marketer. Am I right this second? No, I am a work in progress. But by writing that, it makes me believe in myself. And it makes me say to myself, what do I have to do to make that be true? And by the way, that can mean hiring other people to push you because that's what I did. And it's worked very well for me. I have hired people that are my blind spots. And that is so empowering. They make me think things through and through a different lens even, which is just, oh, guys, I think that's what we're supposed to do in this earth. I think that we are supposed to own our superpowers, which is the things that come innately to us, and then find other people that our superpower is their weakness. And then we fill their blind spot. And they fill ours. And then you know what? It's like a big game of Red Rover where there's all those people connected and nobody can break the chain. That is what I think we're here to do. So don't put yourself down. Make a list of people you know that are really good at those things and learn from those people. That's way better. So I would say the next one that really I struggle with is you refuse to analyze your beliefs and improve your life. Of course, I struggle with this one, right? Because I completely believe in making yourself better. Hence why I put out this podcast for free. Send it to somebody, you know, share with them. Go to the library, check out a book, go on YouTube and watch videos Better yourself. I believe that everything in your life is in your control. Everything that matters. How much money you make in your control. How you choose to let others make you feel in your control. How much information you take in in your control. How athletic you are in your control. So why wouldn't you want to improve yourself? I always like to think of myself as a book. And it's a real thick book. It's like one of those books, you know, maybe Game of Thrones, you know, which is like series, like a ton of books. And I'm in the middle of chapter three. It's early in this book. And until I die, I'll probably be there. You know, I I honestly think that. And I have so much to learn and so much to do. I just believe that we should constantly be improving ourselves. That is a huge, huge thing that every person on earth should embrace. And if not, you are moving backwards. I think of my parents, who I love dearly. My father is a dentist. Well, he's retired. And the man cannot use a computer. Yes, he can get on various websites, but watching him work on a mouse or type would make you cry. But you know what? He didn't need to know how to do that when he was a dentist. And because of that now, he doesn't know how to do some things that you and I think are very basic. Now my dad is a lifelong learner in a lot of ways. He reads a ton. But... He did not keep up with technical skills. And so now my brother and I and my mom help him with a lot of those things. Don't be that person. Improve every day. 
All right, and the final one, and this one, ooh, a lot of these get under my skin, but this one, oh, even when things go right, you find something to complain about. (laughs) I know you know these people too, right? These people are the ones that it's a beautiful day. And you have this picnic out, you're with your children, nobody's fighting, it's amazing. And they say, there are ants on the blanket. And the food we brought should have been warm, but now it's cold. And all these things, all these trivial things that don't matter, right? It's really easy to focus on the small little things rather than the bigger picture. And saying, what is so amazing about this experience? So something funny that happened recently was I got some new running shoes in the mail. Okay, let me tell you, I do not run. I just like these running shoes and I use them to work out, but I do not run. Unless I'm chased. I will run if somebody chases me. But the shoes that I get, I love Brooks. And this is not an ad. I just love Brooks running shoes. So I'm getting them out and I looked at them for a second and I said to my husband, these are so cool. They are all laced up for me. Do you remember when we were kids and you would buy shoes and you would have to lace them yourself? And like both of us for a second had this moment like, oh, that was so hard. And then I stepped back for a minute and I was like, wow, this is our high class world that we are reminiscing about how hard our childhood was because we had to lace shoes up. (laughs) Oh my gosh, entitlement 101. Anyway, so a really funny example. And then I realized that how ridiculous that was. So anyway, I want you to think about these things and I want you to think about the reverse. The things that I told you, look down at your feet right now. You've got two of them. If you're driving, don't look at your feet. And guess what? I bet you that they work. I bet you that both of your legs work. I think that 90% of people that listen to this have two working legs. And guess what those legs can do? They can walk you in and out of any situation that isn't serving you. Use your legs today. Become a problem solver and leave the victim in that room. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.